Yo, paroti, vipi one boy Leo tutesa bana Welcome to Washington's most controversial the most raw, unfiltered, uncut podcast. Hosted by Seattle-based Commander-in-Chief of Laughter, General Mutombo. Love from Washington State, USA. Ladies, ladies and more ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Welcome to the most uncut show in the Pacific Northwest. This is the General Mutombo Uncut Podcast. This is the November edition farm. This is the Joe Biden edition farm. This is the We Are Changing the Universe from Hate to Love farm. How have you been? How's your week been? This is the month of blessings. November farm. Woo! This has been a roller coaster over year. Man, elections were in November. Yeah, 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 yeah. To people who don't understand how big this election was, please pay attention. Pay attention. We are shifting the energy from love to more love. Okay? I don't know how what people have been thinking, but we have never peddled hate on any level. Hate was peddled to us. Love and more love. A lot of people from uh from Sweden asked me the other day, hey yo, Mutombo, why do people in America vote in November? Well, voting on a Tuesday in November, mm, what's, the, what's, what's the significance? Uh, in Kenya, they vote a lot in December, I think November where I came from over there, and a lot of other places are different. But here in America, here in the States, the month marks the end of a harvest, and it offers mild weather for traveling voters you know like it's not very bad it's not very cold or very hot it's there in 19 oh, sorry in 1845 uh, the congress passed a law mandating that the presidential election should be held every four years on the first tuesday after the first monday of the month you already picking up right and november not only i'm not looking at november as just um a voting month november actually has so many little holidays and observances and i and i think each and every every one of us in this spectrum of human beings you know what i'm saying in our little habitat we have something to celebrate these are some of the holidays that are in november there's the national authors day if you like books uh, world vegan day is november 1st there's a cookie monster day <laughs> cookies man i'm allergic to sweets so if you like cookies, Cookie Monster Day is November 2nd. November 3rd, Cliche Day. This is Natural Sandwich Day. Hey, I didn't know sandwich have their own day, but <laughs> yeah, King Tooth Day is November 4th. November 5th is National Men Make Dinner Day. This is the first Thursday of every November. Let me get this right. Your gents, famos, mandem. So you don't cook that we have to have a National Men Make Dinner Day? 
I hope you made dinner for your wife around that time, your girl, your side chick, or whoever you're talking to. Then November 6th is National Saxophone Day. This is, you know, yeah, the gentle mellow tones, you know. Shout out to my boy Jerry Wainaina with the saxophone guru. Also, it's nat National Naturals Day. Oh, Naturals. I, I kind of like Naturals, so I'm good with that. Uh, November 7th is book lovers day november 8th national parents and teachers day uh, a lot of things blah 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 uh november 9th is world freedom day world adoption day as well so if you're adopted out there if you're an adopted kid foster kid you know uh, you, you grew up with you, you without your parents man shout out to you november 9th is world freedom and world adoption day now november 10th which is today is u.s marine cops birthday the marines bro the elite of the elite the people who take out people shout out to my brother joe kanyade if you're a marine out there shout out to you as well if you're uh, serving in our you know our forces protect our country protecting our liberties brand shout out to you whatever you are listening to us whether in afghanistan whether in africa saudi arabia iraq man we fuck with you we love you more life more blessings man and also today is also young readers day what book are you reading today i'm currently indulging in tony robbins uh, money book uh, it's an audio book i love audios because i'm always on the go man i barely have time to sit yeah it's bad you might think that i live on anxiety pills all day but uh young readers day is the second tuesday um of november of every year also uh today is also national forget me not day so if you love me and you fuck with my podcast please subscribe please send in your love please uh comment share so please not forget me because i didn't forget you i remembered y'all also today is national vanilla cupcake day again i'm not huge on sweets uh but if you love sweets, if you love pastries, if you love cupcakes, if you love cake, today is your day, man. How you doing, man? How you doing, famo? Yo, so before I plug you in, I gotta play you this new Whiskey album. I like this song called Ginger by Burner Boy. Man, what I do? That's so disrespectful. I apologize to you, Whiskey. The song is by Whiskey. Bye bye. You know my story, yeah. But this song actually is off his new album, which is called Made in Lagos, where he featured my boy Burner Boy. The song is called Ginger, Ginger Me, Ginger Me, Ah, Ginger Me. Oh, I don't know why they're always ginger. They never garlic, they never potatoes, they never onions. Yeah, and I'm coming right back with you after the commercial break. I'm coming back with you to tell you a story, man. Man, my, my uncle walked in on my deaf cousin having sex, man. Boom, boom. Story coming up. More life, more blessings. If you want make a ginger, give me the cocoa. Back on Jabbit, your love. Anywhere I go, just come up with my bum, love. Don't they do like bala. If you want make a ginger, give me the cocoa. My bad, Jabbit, your love. Come make a, come make a show you my banana. No, they do like bala. Make a touch of money, make a rub, 
make a love, make a rub, make a touch upon it. Make a rubber bunny. Till I go lotion, I'm a rub, I'm a rub, I'm a rubber bunny. Like fine wine, say you sweet when you wine that. Me, I know if you leave when you wine that. As long as we go daily, I'm on amigo pay. If we enter the place, I go day nice. I go fiki fiki fiki, I go rewind. Say na me go be the DJ, I'ma feel nice. Yo. Say my body know they stop to the daylight. Before you run go the shot, you make you think twice. If not smoke, you want smoke, say we day tight. I'm a my love girl, say we live nice. Yeah. If you want me to ginger, give me the cocoa. My culture be your love. Anywhere I go, just come up with my bum, my love. If you want me a ginger, give me the cocoa. My body beat your love. Come make a, come make a show you my banana. No, they do like bolo. I be making money, living reckless. I love you, my damn. You want it gone, Lolo? You get me on my white love. If them dry, oh, if them dry, talk, then go sun. Nigga go down We go day, we go day, we go day nice If we enter the place, I go day nice I go fiki, 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 I go rewind Say na me go be the DJ, I'ma feel nice Say my party know they stop to the daylight Before you run, go the shot, you make you think twice If not smoke, you want smoke, say we day tight I'm a my love girl, say we live nice yeah. If you want me to ginger, give me the cocoa My culture be your love Anywhere I go, just come up with my bum, my love Oh, they do like for love If you want me to ginger, give me the cocoa My body be your love Come make a, come make a show you my banana No, they do like for love If you want me to ginger, give me the cocoa Shout out to Wizkid man, shout out Massive for that new album. Wizkid is an international Afrobeat crossover artist. If you don't know about him, who is you? Where are you in the world? We are not dispelling things over here. Afrobeat to the world. Made in Lagos is a dope, dope, dope album. He's, uh, it was it just debuted, I think, a week, a week and a half ago. He has 14 tracks. This is by that Afrobeat superstar Wizkid, born and raised in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, this project was dedicated to Lagos. Ni Lagos, which is Nigeria's bubbling creative hub. Historically, the heartbeat of African art community was in Lagos. You know, you've heard of Nollywood. You've heard, you've heard a lot of things, man. And he put in another giant superstar who also released another album of his, uh, Twice as Tall. So, Burner Boy, shout out to y'all. This was a vibe. Uh, for people who are not familiar with Wizkid, Remember when he, he, he debuted his first album, which was uh, Sounds from the Other Side, which was really mighty successful all across the yard. He, he debuted on Billboard uh, 100. So shout out to you, Wizkid. Uh, and you did this all while you were supporting your people with NSARS uh, protests. And, and I appreciate what the people of Lagos, Nigeria are doing. I appreciate what the young the young bloods the young bloods of africa are doing uh we are not doing police brutality no more we we are not looking for handouts we're not looking for cutouts but just make 
create a habitat for us to launch create a, a, an environment for us to, to to be successful don't don't pressure don't pressure the young king don't pressure the male yo so how you're doing though shout out to you plug that shit that song is on every uh platform out there uh google music amazon music whatever whatever you digest your music at so back to the story man so how was your week man was it successful did the elections affect you did you have some good time because i'm counting my blessings i lost a lot of friends in the month of october so i took a little break i lost like almost four or five friends to dumb shit and today i'm not i'm not shy to talk about this dumb shit that we do so before that let me tell you a little story about my cousin uh i know a lot of you have disabled family members right you do have disabled family members so some of these family members, man, we sometimes ignore or overlook them or despite d- dismiss them. But some of these people are some of the coolest people ever. Like, let me say something. I had a, I had a, I had a cousin of mine. Her name is Bissieri Kemoni Sarange. Bissieri Kemoni Sarange. And uh, she was in Kisi and she used to cook the best matoke. If you know what matoke is, is this is the stew version, the the saute version of of plantains. And she used to cook really good matoke. If you're from Uganda, Rangara, you already know what matoke is. We used to make fun of her when we were young because, uh, you know, Kisis give people names based on your character. And I don't know why they gave my deaf cousin a name like Kemoni Saranje. Kemoni means a cat. I do understand that she had a liking for those uh, felon creatures. But, uh, you know, I'm allergic to cats, so I can't speak for her. But I, don't, I wouldn't want anybody calling me a name of something, you know what I'm saying, like a cat or a dog. But, yeah. That's Africa for you. But the last name, her last name was Saranje, which meant her grandfather married this woman who was an FGM executor. So my grandfather was a professional circumciser for men. And she and he married another traditional doctor who was an FGM, which is female genital mutilation doctor. But they call him the executioner because they the executors. This he's the chop chop person. Chop 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 chop. And I'm like, Emily, fam, why did they give you a name like Saranje, fam? <laughs> Are you looking to be a, a chop-chop person in the future? Because it's 2020 right now, approaching 2021. You, you, that's illegal. They should have changed your name to something more likely to suit you. And I feel that my deaf cousin, that was kind of like her kryptonite to meeting men. You know, it was hard a little bit because with disabilities around that time, we were shunned. We weren't taught how to talk sign language. Though there was very few special schools that offered Braille for blind students. There was a lot of struggle back in the day in old Nairobi, old Kenya, uh, in accommodating um, disabled people. And I'm happy uh, these days when I put when I peep, you know, when I'm out there scouting, I look at the news. They have all the sign language people. They're 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 more accommodating they're more inclusive in their reporting but i feel like my cousin's last name kind of butchered her chances with men because one of her first boyfriend her name was called the name of this nigga was called masongo matiagi which masongo means mucus oh your parents must have hated you if they give the name if they gave you the name mucus as your first name masongo matiagi which means mucus boy the mucus boy i never liked this guy whenever he came home he had the sniffles i don't think they even made it to the date i never even think they made it to the kissing stage because my cousin could not stand it now masongo was uh more of a he he was not a 
he wasn't deaf and he struggled to understand sign language but he could write and my cousin could read but i felt that the relationship was not getting it because you know you can't foreplay through you know what i'm saying you can't orally you can't write it you can't write your foreplay on paper so i think my cousin got bored plus he looked like he had small feet so my cousin didn't like him my uh the next boyfriend that that tried to hit on my cousin her name was ombiro ongiti ombui Ombiro Ongiti Ombui. Ombiro in Kisi means black suit. You know, like suit from the chimney when you're lighting up your fireplace. Why would your mother call you Ombiro, my friend? Ongiti means snake. Bro, double cross, bro. Ongiti, why would they call you snake fam? And I had friends too, I used to know they call Ongiti. And his last name is was Ombui. Anus. So you're a black suit snake's anus oh my god oh my god every, every girl in your life would be swiping left i already knew that's not gonna work out because my cousin's an angel and she don't do snakes with black asses her last boyfriend her name was muchi gesimba oh bro i'm telling you muchi means madman gesimba means mongoose mad man mongoose why lord why why were you letting this type of men come into a life one day my my uncle right we're coming from the shamba shamba means like the farm so we're out in the country so we're like yo we just came harvested maize and stuff and my my uncle's like hey kemoni's not around kemoni's a cat because she's always peeping on the neighborhood she knew what's happening on the floor on the ground she was there peeping whatever all right she knew who had who had um who had a uh um issues with money who's um, on collections who's hungry she knew everything but this particular day we came from the farm we can't find kimoni now we could see that there's a black mamba which is a black bike those are bicycles called black mamba it's an equivalent of what it's not like a bmx it's not like a, it's not like one of these fancy bikes that we have in the states right now it's not like a mountain bike it was more like a a country bike that was convenient for you to carry shit at the back if you've ever googled black mamba check that bike out that bike is a legend they should make a movie about it now we notice Gesimba's bike, the mongoose's bike, is out there because he had a flag of America at the very back. And my uncle's like, hey, Kemoni is always out. Let's check this thing out. Let's let's peep. Maybe let's let's go make some tea or something. I, I can't find her. Man, we approach the door, we hear da bam. Da bam. I could tell. Because those African bears, the type of furniture they make with, those bags creak. You cannot have sex on those beds without them creaking. Whether you're turning, you're going to hear some shit. Man, we are approaching the house, man. We open the door. Now, the bedroom was on the east side of the house. Now, we hear this lady. Now, Kimoni had a, a, a particular way of communicating because she loved her dad, who was my uncle this time. He, she used to stammer a little bit. She had a little on her on her on her on her voice like a little uh, like a little break so she said and here we are walking in with my uncle and we hear it's like this guy was stroking they stop stroking, they're stroking, they stop stroking. We could tell it's our deaf cousin having sex, man. When we went in the room, man, it was like, it was like one of the, I don't know how to put it. It was, it was a little weird because first of all, she was my older cousin. So technically she's almost my aunt and I've never seen any of my aunts nude. And then there was this other nigga. Oh, this was probably my first time. I think I was seven or eight. 
that I've ever seen grown adults naked. I just believed, you know, kids came from heaven. So this was my first sex education. And now they were banging so hard, there were newspapers on the wall that were falling off. If you ever lived in the country, every person in the country used to stick all those celebrity Michael Jackson, R. Kelly shit on the wall, B2K stuff. So like most African families from, we, we, my family was no different. We never had that emotional shit. So when we come, when we're walking into, when you're walking into your, your, your auntie, your uncle, your friend, your brother, your dad doing something wrong, they never apologize. African parents will apologize in hell. They'll never say sorry for shit. So you're growing up in an environment where people don't, don't feel, there's no accountability for what they're doing. Here I am staring at my auntie, her rose over there, her body looking like chitlin egg rolls hanging out in the bed the bed smells like sex for some reason uh i never could put this but i could smell sex when i walk into rooms when i was in africa i don't get if it's the body it's the body energy or it's just the intensity of what was going on now we're catching this guy who's trying to defend himself and my cousin who's been screaming baba i think my uncle was more mad that she was screaming his name while she was on top of another nigga Ah oh, man, almost a fight broke out. My uncle choked that motherfucker. But this motherfucker called eh? Madman Mongoose. He was really a madman. He punched my uncle in the clavicle and sped out butt naked. Bro, you should see my. I have never seen fake tears out of my cousin's eyes like that day. She wasn't crying, crying. She was trying to explain herself, but she was. She couldn't because we don't understand sign language. Do you, as a family member, sit around around your disabled family members and you think that they're not important enough to know sign language now you picture me trying to understand sign language for the first time around eight years old around my deaf cousin butt naked over here trying to explain to us what exactly she was doing with her baba oh brah sex education was tough in africa fam Oh, shit. Anyway, back to regular programming, back to regular programming. Today, I want to speak about... Um, today, I want to speak about us, man. I want to speak about us as a people. And why we need to be together, work together. Find ways to kick out hate in our circles. Find ways to elevate and amplify each other. It's been a tough year. A lot of people are going through a lot of mental issues. Okay, a lot of people are going through uh, depression. A lot of people are going through anxiety. Uh, people have been losing jobs, man. I, I think every other week I have somebody who I know in my circle or just the outside circle, their acquaintances and stuff, who tells me how uh, this corona has affected them. This this COVID has affected them. How the elections has affected them. How did the elections affect you, fam? Huh? Were you living in fear, seeing people with guns all over? Are you living in fear, seeing all the protests, the counter-protests? How was it? How did you handle it, man? Leave it on the comments, man. Let me let me know how your week was. Let me know how your 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 month was, man. If I don't check on with you, you know, I'm not doing my mental health check. I don't I, I don't want to go to no more funerals, man. I cried quite a bit in October. I don't want to deal with any friend who's out there feeling isolated. One thing I believe about um, your mental health, your mental exercise, your mental fitness is first you have to speak about it. You know, no doctor comes to you and and and, and, and floods you with all, all this narcotics because they think you deserve it or they think um, 
they diagnose you online. That no, don't they you have to go to the doctor. You have to actually make an appointment. You have to go tell them your symptoms. They just can't be flashing out drugs to you. And I feel like with mental health, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of courage because I've been there before. And with the society that we have where people shun you and they make fun of you, I believe more than ever, fuck everybody. Think about yourself. Think about your family. Think about your future. Think about your legacy. Reach out to people. Reach out to somebody. And when somebody reaches out to you, if your life was aligned well, if your cards that were given, your you your Uno cards, your poker cards, your whatever cards you have, or it is a chessboard life that you have that is troll structured, do not despise these people. Do not push them away. A lot of people are here. They don't have the support system that some few people have always had. And those people, please be gentle with them, man. If somebody wants to have a beer with you, have a beverage with you, just meet up for coffee, you just have a phone call, don't be too stuck up, fam. Okay? Be approachable. Just know these things are not immune. These things you can be slapped with any day, any time. Huh? <laughs> I told my friend the other day that uh, the length of a man's penis is three times the length of uh, his thumb. And this guy has not stopped staring at his thumb every selfie that he takes on Snapchat. Niggas, is that is it that serious? Is the penis size that serious? Come on, y'all. Come on, come on, y'all. Come on. Yo, famo, how do you deal with the death in the family? I'm gonna read you a quote of my um uh my mental health tangent today uh it's by glenn close and um the quote goes what mental health needs is more sunlight more candor and more unashamed conversations today when i began the show i told you i had a i had a major setback that's why i took a whole month of october off because of a lot of dealing with grief uh Dealing with grief, dealing with death in the family was really heavy on me, on my heart. The whole month, I could not peacefully share positive vibes with you people, with you friends, with you family, with you strangers, if I hadn't dealt with my own version of grief. And I think my biggest one, my biggest problem, my, 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 the hurdle that I faced the most emotionally was denial. See, denial is the first stage that hits you when someone you love dies. I've had people uh, die close to me who are mostly friends. I've never had a direct huge family member die in like a few years. So I'm really grateful for that. And a lot of people have lost their mothers. A lot of people have lost their fathers, their brothers, their sisters. And and this comes with a, with a lot of weight. I went to uh, I went to college in Wichita State University in in Kansas, uh, uh, and I had friends who I lost this year that we were in the same school, the same class to be even. Just this year, I lost Edith, my friend in uh, uh, Nyansu, uh in Dallas. Her her death hit me quite a bit. Uh, though Stephen Waniki, he just died actually a fortnight ago. He he got uh, murdered in in Wichita. Prayers to his family his friends and everybody. Uh, shout out to, to, to Steve. People you'll never forget. People who helped you from the bottom. There's Chris. Chris also died. And that hurt me hard because he died young of a health complication. That makes you feel, that makes you become aware that, that life is really brief. Life, life is short. 
and it doesn't matter whether you avoid every um, um, alcohol substance abuse if health is coming for you it's coming for you it might be generational might be generic it might be something that genetics that you can never avoid just you have to live your life more purposefully now for the people who are left the family members who have to deal with this grief how do you deal with it uh, I just felt when I lose people close to me I feel like the world becomes meaningless like a little overwhelming like I, I feel like I've lost the taste the luster the aroma for life life just makes no sense for me I mean the balance between trying to, trying to handle shock denial and all those people trying to give you all the condolences it's kind of like too much for me like I, I, I feel that nobody really prepares for that there's no proper way to mourn some people cry I, I decide to laugh I decide to watch me, uh, happier stuff because I like to remember the best memories I, I want to have the best memories of those people as the best memories I had with them not the least was the where I'm feeling like my my emotions are gonna be you know what I'm saying like fucked up for life I would I'd advise you from uh, how I feel you know I'm a, I'm a, I express myself quite a bit I love it I, lo I love being loud with words might come off as boisterous, might come off as overbearing to some people, but I love expressing feelings. Whether they're negative or positive, it's it's paramount, it's important. You can't avoid the weight of a loss. You can't avoid grief. You also can't avoid the enormity of the situation. Along with the death comes precious memories though. Like I remember Mwaniki, Steve Mwaniki was one of the first people who used to come to the dorms. Witch Shocker, if you all remember, Witch Shocker, they were uh, demolished to make, to pave way for other things in Wichita State. But if you were there, there was a club called Christian Knights. And me and Steve would pull up over there. I never had a car at that time. I was working at the school cafeteria. I was still new to the country. They'd come pull me from the dorms, take me out. He bought me my first Bud Light, him and my cousin Omari. Shout out to Omari, man. Along with death, there are these precious memories. And, if, and you have to embrace those memories. Because if you don't, the feelings of incompleteness and unexpressed emotions will swallow you complete, will swallow you whole. You have to find a way to heal and move on. You have to forgive some of these people. Like by the time Chris uh, died, we we uh, we had not like bonded. I can't say we were best, best of friends because we had drifted apart. He had a family, he had kids now, I moved to another state. But I can tell you that the memories we had, people like Chris supported me when I first began doing my podcast. So shout out to you, Chris, man. Shout out to everybody who was in the 18 back in the day. Um, you you have to you have to heal. You have to find a way to deal with grief. And grief is not easy. And I'm not gonna tell you uh, um, um, all the pats and the likes and the shares and the WhatsApp group things are gonna get your family the satisfaction the, to fill the void that you took away from them. But please, all I'm asking. The rest of the people in the universe, please don't, don't put yourself in a situation that will rob your own family members and and, and, and like of you. Don't don't rob your family members of your energy, your gift, your love, your friendship. Don't, don't don't put yourself in any situation that will make people grieve like life is too precious think about everybody around you before you make any of the choices you make man it's important man it hurts people 
And there's no way to avoid grieving. You know what I'm saying? It will come no matter how much you resist, whether it's a car accident or death in the family. My own wife, wifey over here, had a major health scare that almost cost, almost made us go to surgery like a week and a week and a half ago. And it's unavoidable. But what I, I, I want to emphasize today is don't run away from grieving. Grieving is healing. I bounce back from the month of October with new energy. Accept that you may be scared and that's okay. Consider that the being present at the end of somebody's life is a sacred honor, a privilege, a gift. Some of my friends I spoke to were like, oh, when I spoke to uh, Steve's last moments and or Chris's last moments, be proud of those moments. You were there to share this moment with this person. He's going to heaven with your memory. Alleviate your own fear and focus attention on the people left that you love. Talk about the good memories. When you lose a job, if you go around bitching that that job was shitty, it'll take you a while to be employed for another job. When you celebrate people, their loss does not hurt quite as, ba quite as bad. You're thankful that they serve their purpose. In this tranquility of existence, it's natural for us to demise. That's how it is. In the jungle, uh, in wildlife, natural habitat, Mother Nature has zebras die in the hands of tigers. So we, there's no winning in this. You're going to die at some point. Look at Sean Connery, the first uh, James Bond. He lived all the way to 90. You're still going to go. But how you go and the impact you leave for your loved ones is what's important to me. And I hope uh, all my friends and friends and family in, in Kansas, you know, I hope you're learning everywhere, all over the world, from Canada, from Saudi Arabia, from South Africa, the people who have lost this year, because 2020 is, has really been 95% shitty. We have learned to appreciate life and those we love. Instead of pushing it aside, instead of pushing grief aside, instead of getting mad, logging off social media, don't want to talk to anybody, isolating yourself, embrace it. I have people who have lost their parents and whenever they talk about them, they have this glow on their face. My mom was an amazing woman. She was a businessman. Oh, my mom was this. My mom had this. Oh, it's beautiful. When they talk about it, they cry. It's beautiful to cry. It's healing. It's part of our process. Don't be afraid to express your emotions, fam. Don't be concerned about knowing the right thing to do, to arrange the right perfect uh, assembly, church this, this now, bro. Don't kill yourself. There's no single right thing that goes. There's no perfect funeral. Just show up, pay attention, show the love and security of what you have. Show, tell people what they meant for you, share their pictures, share their love. Don't be so attached to the outcome. Get attached to the income, incoming. What did they leave you with? The income, love, the energy, the prosperity fam. Furthermore, I just, I just feel I just feel when you think about it, sometimes God does things to make you amplify. You never know. Some people, some kids I know who came from uh, uh, their orphans, some people who lost one parent's sibling, it kind of like actually motivated them to a level they never saw themselves going. Our own first black president, Obama lost his dad. How do you think that loss was? Heavy, isn't it? But remember this, at the end of life is the beginning of another. So I believe at the end of something is the beginning of something else beautiful. So if you've lost anybody through COVID, Corona, death, through disease, old age, 
car accident, be thankful that it was the Lord's way. Be thankful that, that, that at that moment, that person had lived his life. Please live your life. More life. More life, more blessings, more life, more blessings, yo. So I'm going to leave you on a positive tip, all right? Wake up, drink your water, mind your business. Wake up, do your exercise, do your push-ups, take a shit, take a shower, sprinkle that, that God's fragrance cologne on your neck, on your back, on your just feel yourself man bounce along feel good dress well get a haircut do whatever you have to do do your nails do whatever keeps your sanity and makes you feel that you have that bounce in your step and with that i'm about to sign off with this kenyan hit right now or, or with oh nah nah disrespectful this is the kenyan hit right now east african biggest party song right now it's called lero it's by this group called, uh, I see it's a lot of people's parody, Kabagazi, One Boy, and Major the Legend. This is called Lewa, which in East Africa means turn up, get your drink on, and feel good. And till the next episode, fam. Till the next episode, fam. This is the Chief of Laughter right here from Seattle, Washington. The base, the base, the base, the basics, the base, the legend. All right? Have a positive few next days till i see your fine ass faces love y'all more life Lera! yo parut vp1 boy yo tesaban my friend Pewa tupo silambe lambe 
Wakichese kopande kane Nango Whiskey Hanjam hanjam mingi Minataka joni teke toto Nam super tulewe hadi kesho Shots Camino Body Bodo Chapa Toto Ukimaliza Kiyo tuning in to the show please remember to like share and subscribe to general matambo uncut podcasts now available on all platforms au revoir